I sound okay? It was raining earlier. <laughs> I think it stopped now. How's <laughs> your how's your how's your trick hip? Oh, uh, you know, my my knees started flaring up. I knew that there was, you know, <laughs> I felt it in my joints. I could tell it was coming. Uh, my trick hip, my trick hip started swelling again. I knew it was raining. Didn't even have to look outside. <laughs> the plate in my head started throbbing. <laughs> I knew there was a storm front coming. Welcome it. back, everybody. It's featured picks for your monthly episode. <laughs> Hello. Hey, you love to see it. Whole crew's yeah. here. We got Brad, Tommy, and Josh in the stew. Yeah, you know it. You know, feeling good. How's uh, how's everybody doing? How's Feeling how's the monotony good. of quarantine life treating everyone? You know, one day at a time. That's right. One day at a time. Oh, we can always say one day at a time, and then every day is the same as the previous day. So it's and just also like, somehow going by faster. Yeah, it's like yeah. each day is faster than the last, but also slow. It's yeah, it's like <laughs> if Groundhog Day was going and like if if you watch Groundhog Day at four times speed, that's yeah. just what reality has become. We are really almost is. in the tenth month of this year. Lord have mercy, <laughs> brutal. That is so brutal. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah, I'm sure it's gonna get better from here. You know, surely historically, election season has always been just the most peaceful and calmest. And you know, right. I'm just ready to relax, kick back, turn on the TV. Watch, no a, watch a couple political ads. See Joe Biden. <laughs> See John Ossoff on my YouTube feed. John Ossoff. Get 18. So, okay. So the problem with apartment living, right, is that there's probably like 16 people registered to vote at my address right now. Yeah. So I get, every oh, time I open my mailbox, it is stuffed with like eight different <laughs> campaigns. Dude, and that's so annoying. There, you can tell that they're all targeted towards like 80 year olds because the font is <laughs> massive and it's like a whole like newspaper sheet wide. That's so funny. It's yeah, it's um, it's gonna be a very long, you know. It's actually if we're actually not that far away at this point from we're like we're like a month, month and a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, month and two weeks maybe. It's kind of snuck up on on me a little bit. I feel like it's been happening like well, obviously like the whole democratic announcement stuff i mean i feel like happened earlier than normal you know yeah. like i feel like yeah. that whole the the dem primary stuff was going on for like an eternity and then it feels like suddenly we've just jumped right into like oh one month away from uh, yeah by the way it's next month next month <laughs> you know speaking of like finding or having other people's mail addressed to you i have a really hard time with so I get uh, there's um, Rick Doom. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to dox him. <laughs> there's this guy Rick D, and I get all of and his don't, mail. Don't um, make sure you don't say that you committed mail fraud. By the way, definitely not. Definitely not. This uh, is like a like a joke. No, well, yeah, it's, it's all joke. It's all joke. But his his mail. Some of his mail is addressed to me still, and I just don't know what to do with it. Like that's a, yeah. you know what I mean. It's just a weird like. like I don't know where you are. Yeah, I I'm like don't I don't know, know how to you. forward this to you, and I don't right. have any like. I technically have no reason to do anything with your mail. Like, if right, it was like exactly. important enough, wouldn't he have already changed the address? That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like you know, you got to do some due diligence on your own end, Rick. You can't yeah. expect Tommy to do the work for you. That's what Tommy's I'm a busy guy. All right, that's it's right. true. There's also a time to deal with your mail. There's a Lisa too. I get her mail sometimes. It's just, on, this, I'm like, Lisa, I, if you're listening, uh, Rick, is it the find other guy's your name? mail? Yeah, listening? Rick, Ricky, Ricky, 
Ricky and Lisa, if you're listening, you know, just get your mail sorted out. Tommy's tired of it. Tommy's tired of it. Will I get get in trouble for saying that I throw away mail that is not mine? No, you only get in trouble if you say you open it and like look at it. Oh God, no, (laughs) I would never do that. I literally just look at it and go, yeah, this isn't really my problem. That's on on the postmaster general at that point. That's not on you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 99% of the the mail that I get is junk. I did at one point get something that looked like a social security check for somebody. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and give that to the front office. Like, yeah, right. You probably need this. Right. Um, it's just so. like, it's like the whole shopping cart debate. You know, you don't have to bring the shopping cart back. If you bring it back, nothing good or bad will happen to you and vice versa. That's one of my favorite, like, that's <laughs> probably like the only recent bit of like sage wisdom that has been yeah like like, a, mor- like, it's like, a, like a morality litmus test <laughs> it's like an old adage of just mm-hmm. can you govern yourself with yeah the grocery if you haven't heard this uh basically if you return or don't return your shopping cart to the little cart returns you know obviously like mm-hmm. tom was saying you, you don't get penalized for not returning it. You, nothing, nothing bad happens, but it shows that you just can't, you don't have no ability to like <laughs> contribute no positively. Yeah, just no exactly. self-control. Did I talk about that time where I was at Aldi at the shopping cart return thing and that lady was giving so. me sass? What? I don't uh, think so. Okay, well, this was in Milledgeville a couple of years ago. Classic. But I was at Aldi and you know how at Aldi, you know, you put a quarter in and like the thing unlocks and you pull out your shopping cart. They've got to figure it figured out at Aldi. They've got well, the process do. down. There was two lines of them, right? And I go to the one on the left and this lady's next to me on the right. She was already there before me. Like I didn't see her walk up. I don't know how long she'd been there, right? Yeah. I put my quarter in and I pull my cart away. I notice she's like mildly struggling with it. But yeah. I'm like, look, at the, I, I cannot help you if you cannot figure out <laughs> how to put the quarter in the slot with the arrow pointing at it and pull your cart backwards like what can i do for you at this point like isn't it more embarrassing if i say man would you like some assistance with your <laughs> right. cart you you don't want to assume that because I'm like like this is idiot right. proof the that's even worse system is like maybe if it's your first time like i get it but like if you if you take even a five seconds to analyze the, the cart handles you can figure it out just takes right. a little bit of time. as i'm backing up i'm like a foot away from her she goes thanks for the help <laughs> no i i think i literally just like looked at her and then turned around and walked into the store with my cart i was like no ma'am like no i don't what? i'm not about to be whatever like you're up to today i'm not dealing oh with my it. god Real. that's so funny. so of course you know all these like 100 square feet so i just saw her the yeah. whole time i was shopping saw her like eight different times she but grabbed was, like some off-brand frosted flakes <laughs> like excuse me yeah, what? You're coming at me with that, Mrs. I can't get the Aldi card out? That stuff Ms. is can't... so insane to me. <laughs> Miss can't put a quarter in a slot. <laughs> Are you coming at me? Like, why Why do people do that? Why? It's like, obviously, I'd be like, more than happy to help you if you would just Literally ask. just say, hey, can you give yeah. me a hand with this real quick? Oh, absolutely. Oh 100%. But, but like... you say, thanks for the help. Jeez. Thanks for the help, asshole. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> yeah, get man. this myself. Oh, yeah, I'll, see you I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Oh, you know, that was that was back in the times when you could you could be more than six feet away from someone. I, I long for those interactions wow. now. You know, I just want someone to kind of give me a passive aggressive comment at the grocery store again. You know? <laughs> what I, I was, oh, oh, where's your mask, dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> 
except it's me saying that <laughs> yeah, except we're exactly. we're the jerks now <laughs> yeah it's us oh man it's i don't know if you guys have noticed this but if you watch like tv shows now and you obviously they were made like pre-coronavirus and you see like a group of people like you see like a scene at a grocery store and you're just like where's everybody's masks like it kind of like crosses <laughs> my mind now like oh, i yeah. how'd they film this i feel like the the brain worm is like truly burrowing in to like the center of my it head. really like is it's, like, I, it's finally uh become like this hey, weird unshakable thing yeah. I saw speaking of that, I saw uh I was telling you guys in that show Woke uh with Lamar oh, yeah. from New Girl, Winston. Stream now on Hulu. Uh, yeah, they they had oh, Tommy sent you. They had a <laughs> they had a girl with a mask on in the bus, uh, and they mentioned coronavirus in the show. Damn. Weird. Really weird. First so was, quick get I mean, This I mean, must be like been... brand spanking new then, right? Yeah, well they filmed it in they filmed the pilot uh two years ago and then um uh then they filmed everything else all seven episodes they're 20 minute episodes so they're quick oh but, okay um they filmed the rest like in three or four weeks in january in january really in january of this year yeah and they so mentioned like, coronavirus right yeah, and they mentioned coronavirus yeah weird right? watching the uh the chinese videos on twitter that they we were, were that they, we were they, <laughs> they must have been browsing the same uh carbon emission <laughs> maps that i was back trying to figure out what the hell was going on in china in exactly <laughs> it was really it was weird though because like only they were on a bus and there was this really long scene on the bus and only one person had a mask on and they kind of like made fun of her or something something for it i'm not <laughs> sure it's weird look at this idiot with a mask they were following the the january cdc yeah. guidelines dude when exactly. they were still like don't don't buy a mask you don't yeah, need they're it like, wow don't don't buy those we need them for everyone else oh it took them it took the cdc until like march to retract that like e like the end of march it might have even been later was it april where they were it like, was like march was like when we were in lockdown lockdown it was like march 16th was when la yeah. just like under so it had to have been april then We've when they LA. were finally like i would say so Oh, just kidding. You you actually should buy a mask. And at that point, I'm like, I've already been in lockdown for a month. Yeah. Obviously, I need a mask. You you gotta wonder, like, you know, like the anti-mask people, how much that whole thing factored in to like making everybody do the 180 on masks of like I would say it's about ninety uh, percent of uh, I feel like the CDC's gotta own up to that one, Mr. Surgeon yeah. General. You can still find tweets from the Surgeon General where it's like, you don't need a mask. You know, like they haven't even bothered to go back and delete them. It's pretty wild. Stupid. But um we're finally uh we're finally getting to fall folks feels very nice outside now we'd Thank love God. to see it for, the, for those brief outdoor outings that you can go on it feels good walking the mailbox again yeah i'll be honest i've been i've been starting to branch out a little bit you know i'm not you know i'm not going to bars in downtown atlanta or anything but you know i hit, I hit up some restaurants hit up look at uh, this madman look you gotta live your life a little bit, okay? I'm still, I'm still being smart about it. I'm not like hugging strangers or anything. I'm, I'm masking up while I'm, while I can't socially distance. But hey, I, gotta, I hear you. Man's yeah, gotta eat. A, we love a socially conscious uh, podcast host. The the biggest thing is I'm just sick and tired of cooking. It's yeah. I've man, I've had it. my like my four things that I can make. Like I've had it enough. You I'm know? burnt out, man. I gotta I gotta have like 
some Zaxby's. I gotta have, you know, not that I'm like going into the Zaxby's dining room, but right. I I never wanted to eat inside of a fast food restaurant anyway, so that hasn't really been a problem. Chick Fil A like, maybe like, like the, I'm fine the eating the exception. food, but oh, like yeah. I'd rather just you know drive home and watch some TV as I as I eat it instead of you know sitting in the weird fast food lobby. Yeah. I, I truly don't think I will ever eat inside of a fast food restaurant again. And I, you know what? I'm perfectly content with that. I agree. No, nobody needs to see me in like a Wendy's dining room. You know, <laughs> that's just, that's like humanity a, has, has moved past the need for fast food dining rooms. Like a 1990s faded uh, <laughs> fake plants. Some of those dining room. brown small square <laughs> tiles on the floor, which speaking of, hilariously outdated fast food restaurants we had a heavy loss in our local community oh my yes gosh. man this is this one hits hard it there really was, does uh, there was a <laughs> did you just give a thumbs up reaction <laughs> you can't you can't thumbs up the the loss of burger king <laughs> oh wait yeah 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 how do i do oh, a reaction <laughs> We're doing, we're, oh, we're trying it. Zoom meetings for the first time, by the way. If you've, uh, if anybody's noticed an audio quality difference uh, and, and Thomas is abusing the React feature um, wow. for, for very yeah. somber moments. You but, got uh, to. Sometimes you got to find a little joy in your life. Look, I mean, you had history with that Burger King. That's, I uh, do. It's true. I have um, loss for you. Yeah, my family, when we moved to Georgia in 2004, I think, um we went to that burger king a lot and because there's six of us to feed you can't go I'm getting a call oh oh tommy's got calls mid-podcast is that your agent baby it. i don't need to take it no i'm not sure who it is um my family we used to go to burger king all the time it was a huge deal and we went to the specific burger king in alpharetta georgia for i mean basically since we moved there Got to the point where the general manager there knew us. His name was Titus. Super cool dude. And uh, it just it's just a staple of my childhood, and it's being torn down. Really bummed out about it. Saw Titus. Uh, hadn't gone to that Burger King in like a year or two. Still loyal, but I just didn't really go as much. And I Still went to loyal, the Burger just King. different. <laughs> Still loyal, just, just different. Just changed a little bit. I've just changed a little bit. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just grown. I'm just different. But I went to the I went to the Burger King on Mansfield next to the AMC across 400 like exit eight area, okay. and uh, pulled up to the drive through. None other than Mr. Titus sitting there going, Thomas, how you been? <laughs> and I was like, first name basis. Titus, how you been? <laughs> this man took a handful of honey mustards, tossed them in my bag. <laughs> he he knew he was like, he I said, got hey, you, dude. I hey, got Titus, you. how about a couple extra fries, baby? That's right. Well, That's he, right. He, he's got a weak sauce policy. He's he does. Good, uh... He knows I like honey mustard. <laughs> hey, that BK honey mustard is a top tier sauce. It is. BK honey mustard solid. That's not too bad. I, I, gotta be, like, I don't know the last time I actually went to a Burger King and got a burger at this point. Really? I've, I've become, I know this is probably the most disgusting thing that you can possibly order at a fast food restaurant, but I always get the chicken fries, which... I do love yeah, the chicken fries. Good. Though. I they're it's pretty good. good. They yeah. they give me some like I I feel like we probably mentioned uh, this in our our fast food tiered list episode, but like, do you remember back when you could order those uh, chicken nuggets that you would put like cheese powder on? You'd shake it up, or were those, those are fries? Those are fries. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's for some reason that shake like brings me back or to something? that time. That yeah. era was. <laughs> 
Burger King was trying everything in that era, and that was that um, was truly was the wild west of fast food. They still kind of do. Burger King still. Burger King, hey, they're they're cutting down barriers, you know. Yeah, they'll take a true. risk. They'll put bacon in the in the, the ice bacon Sundays. Yeah. No exception. McDonald's is just doing gimmicks like the Travis Scott meal. I yeah. was about to bring it up. <laughs> Burger King, they're you know breaking down the walls. They're you know trying new things, innovating. Yeah the the industry as a whole i mean right the burger king you don't have the you know megan the stallion burger you just have some truly different I saw on twitter foods. did you see that on twitter someone said when is the w-a-p-p-e-r coming out at burger king <laughs> the whopper <laughs> i saw that that's pretty clever that's so funny uh have, did you guys uh, did either of you try the travis scott burger i didn't uh, I i'm too to. i'm too picky with like burgers in general but especially like fast know, food yeah. burgers i don't want like any extra thing on there at all like I'm you are, sure. are very much a pure cheese and ketchup and meat and then if yeah, it's like the a gourmet way. burger i'll get like an egg and bacon on it or like onion rings but i'm like, a double cheeseburger guy all day long five-year-old ass burger meals Come look on. if Come i want fellas. lettuce and tomato i get a salad <laughs> i'm paying less in in your defense you probably can't get a worse quality lettuce and tomato pairing than like a mcdonald's yeah burger. it's like burger, burger king foot lettuce <laughs> you, you don't want that burger king foot lettuce number 15 <laughs> burger king foot lettuce um i think what surprised me most about the whole travis scott thing is it's it's nothing like that you couldn't just normally order it's right. literally just like a like slightly different he's like put bacon on the quarter pounder and give me a honey uh, give me a barbecue sauce yeah, yeah and that's it Let's see. So we we I have the the meal pulled up here. We have the full meal, six dollars, okay. uh, quarter pounder with cheese, Travis Scott style. It's lit. Uh, <laughs> God, I'm, I'm reading. This is word for word from the McDonald's website. Uh, dive into a quarter pounder with cheese stack with Travis's go-to toppings: bacon and lettuce. It's a classic, made iconic. So it's it's just bacon and lettuce. It's a BLT with. Well, no, it's tomato. it's a quarter pounder that just adds that just adds. Bacon. Oh, okay, I see. We we got some onions and ketchup and the quarter and pounder. Does that the photo wait? Here. Does the quarter pounder come with lettuce normally? I would imagine. I don't know. If it maybe doesn't, it, doesn't. Then it might not. Well, they specifically called out bacon and lettuce. Then yeah, I think maybe different. the quarter pounder doesn't. Come, but the Big Mac comes with lettuce. Weird. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then we have medium fries with barbecue sauce. Uh, if you know, you know. Thanks, McDonald's. Now we know. Sprite, of course. Uh, Sprite, asterisk, with ice, straight up. Uh, with ice? Lord. With ice. Look, I stopped getting ice at fast food restaurants because they are stealing money from you. Well, well you hang on. It, it gets better. The description it's says, true, go true. for Sprite in, in a classic McDonald's cup. Oh, and ask for extra ice. Yeah. Okay. Criminal. That yeah, is go ahead criminal. Okay. Okay. First of all, it's McDonald's Sprite. It's worth negative money. That's just going to charge your phone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Put my phone in that and started charging. Put my phone and start charging. <laughs> It'll short out your pacemaker. <laughs> oh, man. And then, so this, this like, the whole thing is, is pretty ridiculous because I feel like mostly the merchandising effort is the true, like, just insane aspect of this. It is really weird. I got to um, say, though, some of the merch I would definitely wear. Look. If the McRib Some of it's shorts, pretty slick. Some of the like McRib the shorts were not $75, I would have <laughs> bought them. But like not only do they look terrible, is like all of the prices are insane too. Like it's right. like $75 for like basketball shorts with a McRib on it. 
still pretty sick though you know i did like those like <laughs> so weird like obscure 90s shirts with like I was Travis gonna say, scott action figures on them i probably the, would have worn one of those but like I, I wouldn't spend 40 dollars on it no Absolutely. Or like the UFO at the farmland, or there's like a it's yeah, like yeah. a farmhouse and UFO, and there's McDonald's. I like that one too. I've gotten a bunch of promoted tweets from McDonald's about like you can enter a raffle to actually win a Travis Scott action figure. They should have just put Travis Scott action figures in the meal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that they definitely should have. Like a toy. See, that would have made sense. One. That would have been that like okay. Been... Yeah, that is actually something different that you can get with the Travis Scott meal instead Besides of just, just like lettuce on the your employees pounder. Hate themselves. <laughs> that tweet where it was um <laughs> it was You know uh, why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Um well I was thinking of the one where it's like the guy in the drive-thru and he starts playing sicko mode through <laughs> Oh yeah, the, the TikTok. <laughs> oh man. There's some brutal <laughs> ones. The one guy's just like, you know why I'm here. He's like, all right, first window yeah yeah that's right no. uh first window the whole like cactus jack sent me cactus thing jack is, like me. the whole like for the first 48 hours the mcdonald's employees didn't know what that meant like oh yeah it was a nationwide trend uh, of like nobody was apparently informed that that's what you're supposed to be hearing when tell him cactus jack yeah you. what <laughs> who there were, You'd there never were heard great... the nickname Cactus Jack before. That would be so just confusing. So jarring, yeah. Uh, Cactus like, Jackson. Talk just wow. like some old, like, like in the Midwest, some like 50-year-old <laughs> woman yeah. is working the drive through and she just hears some 13-year-old going, Cactus Jackson, me. That would, I, what, like, what, how would you even comprehend that? <laughs> I would definitely just ignore it, keep going on, doing whatever it's... I'm doing. Fast food workers are so just like comically abused at this point. Like, not only are you working at McDonald's, but now you have to like deal with all of this dumb marketing promo stuff. It's true. It's, it's so stupid. Oh man, rough stuff. But um, we've finally had some exciting things happen. I know, like last time, I'm gonna have to eat my words now because like a bunch of stuff happened since last time, and I was like, "Ooh, there's nothing for us to talk about." And now we have like 14 topics. We have too much to talk about. <laughs> we have probably Straight too up. much for one episode. Straight up. Sorry. Uh, it's lit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gonna edit that one out. <laughs> is it, is it, is it? Uh, so we had the Emmys. The Emmys happened. That's right. Um, which, to be totally transparent, I had no idea that the Emmys w- were happening until uh, the first winner was announced and I saw it on Twitter. So that was oh, very yeah. exciting for me. Yeah, me too. Um, let's see. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up our, our winners here. Um, Drum roll. I should have done really this beforehand. What's... Oh, shit. Yeah, Shit's Creek won like every single award Yeah, possible, they basically won which everything. Is, which is nuts. Considering Better Call Saul got snubbed on like okay yeah ninety percent now I remember yeah yeah sorry every other show but you're not Better Call Saul yeah it's uh I I've heard good things about Shit's Creek there's there's literally no way it's better than Better Call Saul I'm sorry it's it's just I've, not I watched not, it Austin's is it, a big fan I he we watched a few episodes it's not bad I like it I mean I do like it I uh, I'm sure there's I mean there's like eight seasons I think so oh I imagine it's just uh acquired taste you know what i mean for some reason i thought that that show ended like five years ago i thought it did too and i so, thought it was like <laughs> only two years old so i'm really thrown off <laughs> yeah. we're all on, on just totally different sides of the spectrum i always kind of heard about it but i wasn't sure yeah 
it's there there must have been some some heavy lobbying with the emmys committee the emmys oh for sure base. it's um, a rigged system folks <laughs> so there there was voter fraud at the emmys <laughs> okay the, the ballot harvesting shit's creek days. won't tell you this okay <laughs> Frankly, I was lobbying for Better Call Saul, okay? Many, many great actors. Bob Odenkirk, okay, one of the best, a great friend. The great Bob Odenkirk, great guy, great guy. He's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess we can run through a couple of highlights here. Um, I got, I got a, we got lead actress in a drama series. This is Zendaya over yes. uh, Jennifer Aniston, Laura Linney, and Ozark. I guess we sh- we should mention that whole Twitter drama with that. What is um, it? So apparently, oh, yeah. a lot of the Zendaya stands had no idea oh, what the term <laughs> "upset" meant because she uh, basically they were obviously saying that she was not favored to win. Like people didn't think that she was going to take the Emmy, but she did. Which to I think many people surprised, you know, a lot of, everybody was very happy about that. Everybody was, you know, way to go Zendaya, but all of her stands thought that people were mad that she won and that uh, people were upset <laughs> and that about they it. were upset. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was a nice little bit of a, uh, of drama there. You, you know, the, the youth will save us. They say. Um, They're going to kill us. <laughs> I welcome it at this point. <laughs> just, there's one behind Brad's shoulder right now. I see it. There's there's a nice red laser on the back of my head right now, out of my back window. Um, let's see. So we have outstanding lead actor in a limited series or TV movie. Thomas Oden. Thomas Oden for Halt and Catch Oden. Fire season three. <laughs> Finally getting recognition. Three episodes. <laughs> I can't believe I missed episodes. your speech, dude. That was brutal. Well, it was a limited series, so I mean, I guess that makes sense. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, It was Mark Ruffalo from I Know This Much Is True, uh, which have not No, I've never heard of. Until until right now. Wait, is that? Oh my gosh. No, that show is insane, if that's the one I'm thinking. Is that that an HBO show? It's the HBO show where he plays twins. He plays two guys. Ah. And so that's not yeah. fair. He's got he's two roles for one guy. Exactly, of course he's gonna win. Exactly. It's like a schizophrenic guy. He, yeah, yes, one, it. It's a schizophrenic. No, it is actually. Uh one he, of them. The second is guy was never real. Oh, never mind. And no, 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 no. They're both real people. Just one of them twist. crazy, the other one is normal. And oh. it is What do you mean by normal? Super what do you mean by crazy? Bad. Uh pretty able yeah, so. Mark Ruffalo. Honestly, everybody. pretty able as bro. <laughs> In this climate, I'm kind of shocked that you said that. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo, everyone. This is <laughs> he's just <laughs> clapping it off. The music starts playing. They're, they're playing me off. I got it. Uh, is it getting hot in here? <laughs> it's real hot today, huh? Anyways, outstanding lead actress in a limited <laughs> series or TV movie. Uh, Regina King from Watchmen, which I definitely uh, support. That I, I loved the Watchmen series. That was is that the mom from Daddy Daycare? I actually don't know that. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to number crunch <laughs> Quick that. Quick You're gonna have to <laughs> number crunch that. Daddy Daycare, I'm not sure winning film in so long. Uh, yeah, that's. It's probably been about a decade since I've seen Daddy Daycare. I had it on so. DVD at one point, so I saw it like all the time. That's a classic yeah, family I now, DVD. I cannot remember the last time. It's that is a movie. Legitimately, probably over a decade. Yeah, that and like Cheaper by the Dozen. Um, yeah, dude, even Cheaper by the Dozen 2 still had legs, let me tell you. <laughs> it did have legs. Well, that was just a Disney Channel 24-hour-your-day marathon movie. 
Yeah. I feel like we've specifically called that out in a different episode too. I feel like we did. It was definitely <laughs> like an sure integral part of my upbringing. Was we've mentioned Sheeper by the Dozen too on every Sheeper single episode. I'm pretty sure I have episodes. mentioned Sheeper by the Dozen too. I don't remember the context. Uh, feet, feet picks uh, heads out there. You know, hit us in the comments where we talked about that last. Feet that's heads. A, that's a callback. Can we get some? Feet you haven't, haven't used you. that one in a while. Let's, we need to be consciously bringing that's a callback back in a. Our running gags have died, uh, I, like along with our the rest of our memories from six months ago <laughs> onward. It's um, true. It's very true. Name true. one thing that happened in May. I can't. I I you literally can't. couldn't do it. I don't think I could sit <laughs> here and, and give you one thing. Um, let's see. So we have supporting actor in a limited series or movie, which uh. I'm going to butcher this name. I apologize. Yaya Abdul-Mateen. I Yaya feel like, Toure. I feel like that was a, a pretty good run uh, from Watchmen. So there we go. Watchmen clean up a little still bit. I haven't seen Watchmen. You should check it out. Do you, have you seen the movie? No. Oh, it's a good movie. It's, I got to watch the movie, then I got to watch the show. You definitely should watch the movie beforehand. This is not... Should I read the comic books before? before? Honestly... Yes, because <laughs> the show uh, takes a lot more from the comic books than, well, the, the movie was like, took a couple liberties in a, in a few areas, but for the most part, it's like spot on. But there's this whole thing with like squids that's going on in the show that you won't get. Uh, squids? Yeah, there's like this whole thing about like squids falling from the sky and it's, I'm, I'm not going to give too much away, but it's, it's, all been it's real weird. Yeah, I see. We've all seen it happen. That's a beautiful view you have now, Thomas. I thought so too. I was thinking that, yeah. Uh, yeah. For all the viewers at home, uh, Thomas is, is now wow, outside near the Golden Gate Bridge. He just oh, uh, now oh he's my god, he's he's out, he's in outer space now. <laughs> Guys, just want to chime in real quick. I finally got my phone to load the Google the Google search I went through, and Regina King is in fact the mom in Daddy Daycare. So thank you. Oh, how, you um, your brain works in mysterious ways. I can't remember. I couldn't That's tell you crazy. a single answer to like a test question, but it goes right to, you know what? She's from Daddy Daycare. Thomas, I'm sorry. He's cycling through every possible oh, now he's, Zoom. Now he's on the TV. Right <laughs> oh, he's on the big screen. He's, he's made it, folks. He's out there. He's on the silver screen. Um, let's yeah, see. Thank you. Watchmen, Watchmen was stacked in this category. There was three noms for supporting actor. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, yeah love to see that uh now supporting actress in series or movie we've got uh uzo aduba from mrs america which i have not heard of that either is that an amazon that feels like an amazon show to me i I wouldn't really know for sure i never heard of it all i know is tony collett was nominated for unbelievable i've not seen unbelievable but i know tony collett is a great actress and so she probably should have won but what do i know i have i don't think i've seen any of these shows except for watchmen <laughs> i'm so bad i'm so bad about that um we've also got outstanding lead actor in a comedy series uh schitt's creek taking it eugene levy um is he also from is he from two red dozen too are you serious? Are you being serious right now? Eugene Levy. I think he is. Hold on. I think he's the dad from. <laughs> Hold on. How how is that possible? Is he? How, yeah, he how is. is that <laughs> no oh my way. God. That's the dad. From, it all connects. It all connects. <laughs> what what does cheaper by the dozen oh two my have gosh. to do with this? <laughs> yeah, cheaper by the dozen two. He's Mr. Murtaugh, dude. We need to um tie in something different with cheaper by the dozen two for every episode onward now we'll just do it we'll just do a search every time we talk about something just to see 
How can we relate cheaper by the dozen two to Kanye's Twitter rants about his contract? I'll find a way. C- can we get a CBOT on this? <laughs> no. CBOT. <laughs> yeah, CBOT check real quick. Or CBDT, CBTD, CBTD. That's what it CBD is. CBD oil. CBD oil. Can I get a CBD oil check? CBD this? oil. Uh, let's see. Uh, supporting actor in a comedy series. Shit's Creek takes it again. Um, let's see. The Good Place uh-huh. nommed, which uh, The Good Place has been, I, I saw it described on Twitter as the ultimate girlfriend show, which tracks pretty yeah. well from, from everything that I've heard. Because, uh, I mean, Shannon loves it, obviously. I've never seen it. Um, make, make, that, make with that what you will. Of it buying being the girlfriend show. <laughs> uh, let's see. A supporting actress in a comedy series, Shits Creek takes it again. Uh, let's see. What I will say, so I've seen a lot of the noms for outstanding lead actor in a drama series. Um, and Jeremy Strong from Succession won it, which I can't really argue with. I don't think but, I've seen Succession. Uh, I mean, Bateman and Ozark was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not seen the morning show. Brian Cox in Succession, great. A lot of strong contenders uh, for this one. Tom really out here entertaining himself. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm very. <laughs> you listening with your cockatoo filter on you now? That <laughs> <laughs> sentence started. I was like, where are you going with this? What else? Um, well, I know the. Speaking of Ozark, I know Julia Garner uh, won. Did you already say that one? Outstanding supporting actress. Uh, I don't know if I did. Supporting yeah, she, oh, there we go. Supporting actress in a drama series. Yeah. She plays Ruth. She's really oh, good. yeah. No, she deserved that for sure. Yeah, she did. Awesome. Sure. That. Um, I thought that was a really well-deserved one. Oh, yeah. All the other shows, like, I haven't seen Succession. I've seen that on the list a few times. Yeah. that They won twice. Um, okay. There's, like... Wow. Have you ever done, like, a deep dive on some of the, like, really bizarre categories that like they never actually televise no uh, for the emmys i i found a list of them somewhere and there was like one for like best commercial one one and it was like it's like a sandy hook back to school commercial oh no uh <laughs> won some award there's oh like gosh. some really deep ones that they that they never televise let me see That's if i can so find weird. a couple of them it's it's strange to read through um let's see like uh, they've scrubbed them now. I can't. I can't find them now. Interesting. I know it's out there. I know it's out there. Do your own research, folks. Do your own research. The hidden Emmy categories—they do exist. Uh, maybe I was reading some fake news. I don't think I was. I think. I think that was real. Um, but anyways, I believe Shit's Creek. I guess. I guess I need to watch it. I don't know. What do you what do you think, Tom? What's your final verdict uh, on Shit's Creek? I mean, I do like it. That's the thing, is like I think I'd probably have to force myself to sit down and watch a season or two before I could really make a solid judgment on it. But I enjoy what I watch, I would say. It's an interesting yeah. premise. You know the premise of the show? Uh isn't it like some like super rich family goes broke, but they like buy a town or something in the process? It's very arrested development-esque in the sense of they're all just okay. rich and they all have no idea how to exist outside of their rich bubble. And the dad of the family bought this town, Shits Creek, as a joke one time. Classic. And they repossessed everything because of tax. I don't remember what happened exactly, but they got it all taken away. This is all in the first episode and 
So the only option they have left is to go to this town that he bought and start over basically. So can I, um, can I give a TV hot take here? Yeah. I do not like arrested development. I know it's beloved. I know everybody loves it and Netflix brought it back and it was some huge cultural moment, but I'm going to say it's not for everybody. And I totally get that. I enjoy the show, but I wouldn't say I love it. Yeah. Some, some people like hail it. They're like, Oh, this is the greatest single work of comedy that's i think they only say that because it's just so like bare bones or like yeah. grass it's got roots. The, like, i don't even know very deadpan. enthusiasm deadpan awkwardness yeah sure. but like, curvy enthusiasm i don't know i feel like it's like it's i don't know i don't it's know not, i don't think it's, it's better different. than curvy enthusiasm oh but no chance there's just Cur- similar aspects so to it like it's like young michael Sarah is kind of like you know got a larry david vibe to him for sure yeah. yeah oh yeah but uh anyways but yeah anyways, it's not bad yeah love to see it folks um we also have some exciting news from our favorite uh hip-hop slash celebrity personality kanye west i don't know if you guys have been on twitter at all man's been on a, a little bit of a war path lately with, uh, with the labels yeah i would um, say so yeah, so uh, the background is kind of, um, I guess this has been, what, over the past, like, two weeks now at this point. Maybe maybe a week at this point. But uh, Kanye got on Twitter, uh, and he said that he is not going to be putting out any more music until he uh, is free from his contract, and he's going to try to buy back all of his masters, which, um, for those out of the loop on that, basically, the final kind of full productions of his songs i guess he does not technically own i guess his label owns those um which is pretty shitty uh that's not something like i really knew about until like a lot of the whole i I feel like you know over the past maybe couple years uh the music industry the ugly underbelly of it has kind of been exposed a little bit um with a lot of artists trying to go independent and a lot of people you know being trapped in their contracts right Um, but Kanye, he's fighting the good fight for everybody, trying to, uh, you know, if, if anybody's got the, the resources to take on a record company, it's probably Kanye. I would agree with that. Um, yeah, because, like, what are they going to do? Say that, you know, he doesn't own this stuff anyway? He's like, whatever. I still have my billion-dollar company. <laughs> right. I can just make my own label and release the same things that I'm already producing myself anyway. Oh, yeah. So, um, and so that, that kind of led us to a series of beautiful tweets that I, I think culminated in one of his, his finest tweets perhaps ever, uh, where it was a video of him pissing on one of his Grammys, <laughs> man, <laughs> man, just a, a whole video accompanied by the best Twitter reply in his yes. tweet. It's um, a picture of Drake <laughs> holding a Grammy and he's drinking out of it. <laughs> And someone replied that within like five minutes of that tweet going out. It was so fast. It's like he <laughs> knew that Kanye was about to tweet. He just felt a video of him pissing on a Grammy. He just felt like, it coming. And I think that reply alone had like 30k favorites. But yeah, oh, yeah. I definitely favored it. That needs I mean, to be our our picture for this episode. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Drake sipping out of the Grammy. <laughs> oh my Man. god. Yeah, I think uh, it's funny. I think that's like one of those. This is one of those uh, Kanye Taylor Swift moments where it's just like, uh, you just, you're not going to forget about it. I mean, the time, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen, I don't think I've ever seen someone pee on a, on a 
Grammy before. I I can confidently say that's the first time I've ever yeah. seen somebody piss on that's their That's pretty own crazy. Yeah. It's the, crazy to the see. The Drake reply has 3,300 retweets and 32,000. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, well worth it. Um, yeah. Oh my God. But that's um, crazy. He actually, so speaking of Taylor Swift, he tweeted at her and was like, because there was a, a big debacle uh, where Taylor was trying to duke it out with Scooter Braun, who was. Right. Uh, I think he's Bieber's manager, and I, I think he was Kanye's manager for a little while at least. Yeah, uh, he's but a Kanye, he, he was like, "Scooter's a family friend. We'll we'll get you those masters back." Um, it's you know we we love to see some some healing happen between the two. Even though, no, it is no, cool. I don't think she's she's more than well, you know. It's fine. <laughs> it is cool to see. Um, Would she yeah. get the same back? Doubt it. <laughs> no <laughs> chance. No Doubt it, chance. But doesn't matter. Hey, um, an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. Gotta, it's true. gotta forgive and forget. I was gonna say the uh, it was interesting to see this though, because um, there's basically no one else in the music industry that could try something like this or act yeah. this or post the text conversations between he them. docks like three people. He docks yeah. the like lead editor of <laughs> yeah. Forbes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he got those poor people got texts from so many Twitter users just because. Kanye tweeted it out. I mean, that was, I was like, that's rough. One was yeah. definitely by mistake because he didn't have the guy's contact saved and he deleted yeah. it somewhat quickly after, but he definitely just still tweeted the screenshot of the conversation. That the man's got 30 number. million Twitter followers. Like, you know, you're getting even like, like even just the tiniest few thousand of that. Texts. Yeah. That's <laughs> he insane. posted, I mean, he posted the actual contact information, I think, of like one or oh, two. Yeah. He, he said, oh, yeah. if you want to text a white supremacist or something, here's so <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so, right. I called, yeah. It was it, the same tweet that he doxed the editor of Forbes. He also called him a white supremacist. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Oh, Dude, it's man. so crazy. I mean, I, even through all of that, though, these are all like 3 a.m. too. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it is, uh, it's nuts though, because he's trying to get the masters back for all these people and himself. And he's returning the masters to all of the good music artists that he has, like yeah. good, as in as in good music. Um, G O O D. Yeah, G O O D. That's a label for all of our uh, white listeners. <laughs> for the white <laughs> listeners, that is a label. That's that was really cool to see him just kind of like you know walking the walk and not just talking the talk because it would certainly yeah. be very hypocritical right. if he were to still hang, hang on, on to his, his yeah I, I mean I was I was reading through his contracts and stuff that he posted because I was curious he and, also posted like yeah. thirty pages of his contract it, oh right yeah that's he insane posted, <laughs> yeah so like I mean you it's basically posted his contract with what was it Universal yeah the Universal yeah. Media Group and then. Sony, right? Was the other one? No, I think so. Or was it? It maybe. I feel like it was Sony, but I think I don't know. I don't know if he still has a contract with Def Jam. No, uh, but it was well. It was crazy though because they he only keeps he got like I want to say fifty percent. No, he had less than fifty percent profit on whatever his music makes. Um, That's crazy. And then on top of that, for streams and stuff, it was like. 20 something percent maybe less than that huh. and we're you talking know, about kanye west i was gonna say you know if kanye west is getting that raw deal like imagine if you're some yeah. like, up-and-coming artist who's you know getting their first contract imagine if you're anybody else like yeah. that's i mean you're not getting that so it's nuts. and it's then just, yeah 
on top of that, you have like all of these crazy deals where like you can hardly ever tour without a music label because all of the music labels yep. have deals with venues and like, you mm -hmm. know, t like touring companies, quote unquote, I guess, where you would have like a crew with you and everything. Like they're all signed with something with those, those labels. Right. So if you screw over the labels, chances are they're going to try and screw you over. Uh, the moment you try to mm. go independent through all of those different back channels. Yeah, it's nuts. It really is. I hope he, yeah, uh, I hope he, I hope he gets out of it. I hope he can set kind of like a nice legal precedent. I think uh, we're kind of on the direction anyway, like so much, you know, people can make music on their own nowadays with all the technology right. that we have. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's going to be, I think they're losing a lot of maybe their pull, like the record industry as a whole. I would yeah. say so. Pretty much all they have now is like, we can make you famous via plays and airtime. Yeah. yeah. More so than the actual creation process, which was more yeah. like what they did before, I feel like. Yeah, the biggest draw these days is definitely like promotion because you know yeah. it, because it's easier than ever to kind of make your own music and produce your own stuff it's you also have more people than ever you know fighting also for the spotlight right. yeah so you you know if you do have you know def jam support they're definitely going to make sure that you get some airtime but then at the same time you hear like some crazy stories about labels like not letting people drop albums and stuff and yeah. so it's like Maybe that's not even that big of a draw in this, as much as well, it yeah, seems. Well, this, yeah, this dude, I actually met this guy the other day. Uh, um, what is it? Sean. Um, he, does, he does some music. He's a musician. And um, he, like, hangs out with apparently, like, big TikTok people, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's like I don't know who they are, so there's no... Uh, he hangs but, out with the hype crew, uh, or what is it, the hype house? Is that? Hype house. <laughs> he hangs out at the hype house up in up in LA. Mad respect, I think, though. I think he did like post a video from there or something. I don't, oh, I, brutal. I don't know, but it's yeah, they, it's that get your money. All that say, all he's say. A, he is a cool guy. <laughs> like he's not like a hey, all love what you would imagine. It's all love. Hey, hype, hype crew, if you're listening to this, we still love you, hype crew. Come on, hype come crew. on the show, man. Let's hash come it out. Now. Come on now. Oh, come, on. Jack. come on come on look come, come on, on get, up, get up a show fat come on <laughs> come on fat look <laughs> but uh but sean's telling me he's saying that because he's about to release some music and he hey, i was well. asking him if he's doing like a label or if he's doing you know whatever and he was saying no like it is he was like if you have thirty thousand followers or more on instagram it's really all you need as an as a musician like you don't you know for distribution at least because that's yeah. like the biggest pull or the biggest thing for labels is they'll help you out with the distribution and getting your name out there but True if you have a following already it's super 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 easy so so yeah i agree i think the the record labels and stuff i feel like they're not a dying breed at buying it's means. just time to pivot it's, they're, yeah, they're not going anywhere different. yeah but um they they maybe yeah like you guys were saying just don't have quite the iron grip uh on the industry that they used to it's exactly. the cracks are starting to show a little bit yeah exactly i hope so i mean i hope you know Although I guess I don't know, maybe in in the time of Corona, you know, touring is not really a factor anymore, <laughs> at least at the right. moment. So I yeah. don't know, maybe uh... and that's such a big part of revenue too, though. Oh, it's especially kind of for weird. artists, yeah, themselves. I mean, you make nothing from streams. Uh, exactly. So it's it's all like selling physical stuff, like vinyls and and merch and touring. Someone told me, or no, Sean, same guy told me that um, you get 
anywhere between four to $6,000 per million streams on Spotify as an artist. <laughs> yeah. So Fitix is bringing in like 24 grand a month. Then, yeah. I we guess, do pretty well. Point. Yeah. yeah we're, we're doing all right, all right for ourselves, but <laughs> it pays the bills. Nuts. It keeps the lights on. It's fine. It's, you know, it's nothing. You like to get it up a little more though, you know, so tell your friends. <laughs> tell your friends tell your friends about it but um he's yeah Kanye's he's calmed down a little bit on twitter over the past couple of days he's been he's tweeting a lot him. of um i'm sure he's been heavily advised to chill out <laughs> i thought you were about to say he's, he's been heavily sedated but they hit him with the train gun yeah the def jam mercenaries hit him with the train gun he's been he's hiding out in haiti <laughs> yeah um but he's been tweeting out a bunch of like renaissance paintings and oh, then, i love those which very tasteful by the way yeah those uh, are cool and he tweeted out a snippet of him where he chopped up a lauren hill song uh for a beat oh yeah and that was, that was cool it was sounding pretty nice uh she responded to him and was like yeah we need the full version of this uh so Ooh. thank you miss lauren hill it'll never see the light of day so don't miss worry lauren um, hill. but we, we appreciate it lauren you know we we appreciate you. We saw her at a uh, Flogna. Yeah, um, oh, nice. Yeah, we did. Was she? Wait, was she? She was there that year that I was, right? Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, because she was. Um. Yeah, was that was before? when all the albums are being released. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, she was doing a bunch of work with like a bunch of different people. Did Did we tell you we went? Did we tell you we went to Flogna? Camp Flogna, 2019, not 2020. Or no, wait, no, 2018 is when you and I went. 2019 yeah. was the cursed year. Yep, that's when John, <laughs> when Cruz and I went <laughs> just to, <laughs> to go see that surprise Frank Ocean oh, spot. God. Right? I cannot believe that even. It feels like a dream. Rough stuff. <laughs> the whole time you nightmare. knew, though. The back of your mind, you're like, I know this is going to be some. Seconds before the reveal, I knew. I was like, it's not Frank. I was like, it's not. I know. If it was Frank, the air would be shining. Yeah, you'd feel it. You'd just feel it. You would know. Coronavirus wouldn't have happened if Frank yeah, I think it's out pretty safe to say we would have stopped it. Look, all I'm saying is you, you know, you have Frank not show up at Flogna, and then he's scheduled for Coachella. He's on the roster. He's on the lineup. He's a headliner, and it gets canceled. So, I mean... Say what you will. I think I think we maybe know who's behind this whole coronavirus nonsense. I would say so. Frank doing anything he can to to get out of going to a live performance. Frank Ocean is he's he's lobbying with politicians. <laughs> Frank is behind the lockdowns. You you heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. And um, speaking of of music and music related news, we had a beautiful surprise last week. We'd love uh, to see it in the form of a new Fleet Foxes. Oh um, yeah, which uh, if you know me and Josh, Tom, I know I know you like Fleet Foxes, but I like I, Fleet Foxes. I know me and me and Josh are, are longtime stands. We're heads. Yeah, yeah we're, we're we're real we're real fox heads. Your F squared heads. <laughs> <laughs> we're real we're real Fleet heads. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, their their new album Shore uh, has has been out since i guess the the tuesday prior which tuesday is a very weird day to drop i believe album. it was the first day of fall which hey, is very fitting oh, for them beautiful hey, tuesday used to be it used to be new music tuesday let's not forget this is true don't forget where we came from 
Yeah, video games used to come out on Tuesdays too, didn't they? Yeah, it was why so. why did that change? I guess they realized that Tuesdays sucked for releases. It has something it actually had something to do with well for right music, out the weekend was, with that Thursday night drop. For right. yeah, for uh for music it was something to do with like a worldwide distribution <clears throat> thing. It like Friday was a more accessible day around the world to listen to new music rather than Tuesday. But Interesting. man, new music Tuesday, it's like that just breaks up your week and it's like you're just getting started in the week and you got new music. Something to enjoy. Yeah. Especially like, since Tuesdays are the worst day of the week by far. I know yeah, we've yeah. hashed this out before. I don't know if we've done it on the show. Have we discussed why Tuesday is, is the worst day of the week? I mean, I don't think we have. It's, I mean, it's a pretty simple, you know, line of thought. Because Monday is right, you expect to be bad, okay? You're, yep. you're bracing for it, you know, it's, it's coming. There's nothing you can do about it. But, like, then you have Wednesday where it's like, oh, you're halfway there. You know, you make it past Wednesday. You can get over the hump. Thursday is, is just Friday's Eve, right? Yep. You know, you're, it's so close you can taste Thursday, it. Thursday, you're over the hump. You're heading down. That's right. You're heading downhill. You're coasting through Friday. Uh, obviously, Saturday and Sunday. Speaks for themselves, of course. No need. No but need to explain. Tuesday is just like that. Yeah, Tuesday's just got, Tuesday's got nothing. Point. Tuesday's it's, got nothing. There's nothing going for Tuesdays. You hate to see it. And and yet I kind of like Tuesday. I don't know. I, I they got a soft spot in my heart. I don't know why. And yet, and yet I enjoy Tuesdays. It's, you know, Tom loves to root for the underdog. I do. I, I do love a good underdog. I think everybody does. Oh yes. But um. Anyways, sure. By Fleet Foxes. Um. Yeah. I know. I know, Josh. You have a lot of thoughts on this. Do you wanna? Do you wanna kick us uh, off? Sure. I'd love to. Um. So. They did get best new music on Pitchfork again. Um, all four of their full-length albums got that, and their EP also got that. So you love to pretty see good it. accomplishment, I guess. Wow. <clears throat> so this was the fourth full-length album by our boys. Um, Robin Pecknold and the gang. Robin, shout out Robin. My Instagram friend, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> IG buddy, Robin. Uh, just a fun little side note. I DM'd a Rage Against the Machine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um meme to robin and he responded to me and put it on a story and that was a big moment for me uh, why did you even personally. think to tag him in a rage against the machine meme well so the meme was like a picture of like the multiple hurricanes that were coming up to the u.s and also the amount of fires that were going on at the same time oh yeah and it was just a picture of like the map of the u.s with like you know all that going on and then like the top of the thing just said bulls on parade riff by rage against the machine <laughs> yeah. starts playing and then i wasn't gonna like just send it to him randomly he like had just put that actual picture on his story from someone else he's oh very, very uncaptioned active. right and i was like oh, okay here you go. throw you a bone give you a softball some nice yeah, content you for your fans Here's some good content for everybody yeah so <laughs> that just kind of you know made this album experience that much better for me you know a personal touch oh just yeah made it, it just made it taste better it, what was really crazy is they put a bulls on parade cover at the very end. Um, <laughs> and the intro says this one goes out to Josh Avrilla. So honestly they would, and it'd be so sick. <laughs> There's a last minute add on to the album. That needs to be a, a like a version performance, but it's uh, fleet foxes <laughs> doing bulls on parade. I kind of want to hear that now. Just a mandolin doing the guitar riff. <laughs> I, I literally cannot picture what that would sound like I, my brain can't get to that point but i know i would love it oh i mean For i'm sure. sure yeah absolutely 
so um, I kind of want to do maybe just a couple like so- song breakdowns, not necessarily like playing them or anything. A couple highlights. Yeah, I've got two oh, yeah. on here that kind of stood out in terms of content. I think it'd be interesting just, stuff oh, to share. I just have recommendations anyway, because I've, I've listened through it a few times, but like I, it's like I just let it play, so I never right. latch onto the song names. I was bored as hell, yawning in the Fleet Foxes segment. He's like, is this no, <laughs> fellas, fellas, no, 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 no. He said, let's get this shit over with. God, <laughs> let's get to the Discover Weekly, baby. This indie folk nonsense. Oh man. So we're going back into it. Here we go. We got the first one I wanted to talk about was cradling mother, comma cradling woman. They so, love their their weird song titles. Yeah, which I do too. In all, I'm fairness, all, I'm always but, there for it. Oh yeah. This is that one. I sent a text earlier when I was listening to it. I was like, "This is where my weird like lizard brain activated again when I was listening to it." Because there's at the very beginning, you hear like let's overdub that voice and then you hear like a snap and then you hear him go one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And that audio clip is from this obscure video that I watch that is uh, Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys doing a layered vocal with himself, like harmonizing. And it's like a two minute video. And he puts, I think he maybe, he must have like mentioned that at some point and I like subconsciously like, saw it on youtube and like watched yeah. it or something although yeah, i don't I, know you you do some youtube deep dives of some like really true. old performances who knows that's true. definitely check that out though guys it's uh pretty impressive it's just only his voice and he's harmonizing with himself eight different times he like layers it that's cool and it's okay. what's on the beach boys pet sounds album is that um we love a good a good classic beach boys album so he uses, it's from, it's like the layering is from the song, Don't Cry, Put Your Head on My Shoulder, in parentheses is that part. But um, it's the layered vocal harmonies, uh, he said, were a pretty big inspiration to like the Fleet Foxes sound as a whole. Um, and yeah. he also, like, I mean, several old folky bands, obviously, like The Birds, he is mentioned at one point too. And yeah, a lot of different people. I'll get into that later on another song. But um, here's a quote from... Robin Pecknold about um, that like Beach Boys clip. So he said, the snippets are from a clip of, uh, you, oh, actually, actually, hold on. Oh, it's him, it's, it's Robin Pecknold like thanking Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys for letting him put that on the song. So it's like oh. kind of written to him. So if that doesn't confuse him. The snippets are from a clip of you recording layer after layer, layer of vocal overdubs onto Don't Talk. Oh, sorry, did I say the wrong song? Don't talk. Put your head on my no, shoulder. Oh, I said don't. I said don't cry. It's supposed to be don't talk. Put your head on my shoulder. Why don't you go ahead and just get embarrassing your next time, dude? Come on. I'm not editing that. Research, you're, you're gonna have man. to own this one. From the Pet Sounds box set. <laughs> As a teenager, I would listen to this clip for hours on end, amazed at what you were building with just your voice. This clip, more than any other piece of music, completely changed and guided my life. Wow. It is a tremendous honor that these small echoes of it appear on a song that is itself such an odyssey of overdubs influenced by your work. Cool. Thank you. That's really Powerful. cool. Uh, we're big Robin fans for sure. You you love to see it, truly. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. There's been like a really interesting mix uh, on this album of stuff that where, because Crack Up, their previous album, they kind of had... They they took a pretty experimental direction with it. Like it was it was very different from their previous albums. But now I feel like this is has they've kind of circled back a little bit. 
right um to their more kind of traditional fleet foxes sound in a lot of areas but they also have like some really upbeat almost like jammy that tracks on there too. One. yeah and it, it reminds me a lot of like their their kind of like uh, they were like the lost EPs, quote unquote, for a little while until right. they put them on streaming services. But the, a lot of the upbeat ones remind me of some of that stuff too. So it's like they're kind of they're kind of diving back into the the front end of the catalog a little bit. And we're here for it. Let me tell you. Oh, I'm I'm down for it. My Stranza, Young Man's Game, A Long Way Past the Past, all jams. Definitely. Um, another one I wanted to kind of briefly touch on was Sunblind. I think it's maybe the second song on there. Yeah. Um, he kind of references a lot of musicians that, I mean, most people probably wouldn't really know that well, but they're all like old people that I listen to. So it kind of was like really important for me. <laughs> right in Josh's wheelhouse. <laughs> it's like, so he talks about, um, the memory of several artists who have passed away and were influences to him. Um, and him being Robin Pecknold, he's like, the main he's the front guy and i mean yeah. probably responsible for a majority of the album work um no disrespect to the rest of the crew but, uh, we still <laughs> love you was, there was somebody they had somebody new on the drums for this album let me look that up keep going and i'll, I'll find yeah it. i'm not sure who did drums i know the first song they had some um lady on lady do the vocals i think she was from like new york i'm not sure what her name was but yeah, there's because you can kind of tell, and especially those those upbeat tracks that they've got, uh, definitely some some new sounds coming from the drums. Um, let's see. So, um, in regards to like the paying like homage to the influences of the past, some of them are Richard Swift, uh, John Prine, Judy Sill, Elliot Smith, David Berman, Ian Curtis, Jeff Buckley. Otis Redding, uh, Bill Withers. So I guess your, your star crew. Yeah, you could say, <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of the first lines is just like for Richard Swift. And he kind of goes like for John and Bill. And then he kind of just lists people like in that way. Uh, Richard Swift was an American singer, songwriter, instrumentalist, producer, filmmaker guy. Um, he passed away a couple of years ago from, uh, alcohol addiction complications. And he was a big kind of influence for Robin's career and the Fleet Foxes kind of trajectory as well. And then uh, he also says for John and Bill, and this is the one that was probably the most important for me because I know uh, when John Prine and Bill Withers died, that was a pretty big blow for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a heavy 2020 well. loss. I was not well that those couple days for sure. Um, John Prine, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, American folk singer, he died. Um, I think in April of this year from COVID, he was 73, but yeah, still pretty, pretty tough. And then Bill Withers passed away, I think a couple of weeks later at 81, um, not from COVID, just I think he had like some heart issues maybe, but yeah, yeah definitely two of the big pioneers of their respective um, genres for sure. Bill Withers, oh, yes. and John Prine. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Another real quick uh, duo, the last one I listed really was Judy and Smith is the other line he says, but that's Judy Sill and Elliot Smith, who Judy both died. <laughs> Judy here. Uh, they both died pretty young. I think one from a drug overdose and one from um, a parent suicide. So they kind of 
Judy Sill, I know from she's on uh, anybody that follows my cowboy playlist, she's on there for one of the songs. So if you want to uh, get familiar, I see. Interesting. And then yeah. let's see. Um, so we have another line from that song. It's just like basically just talks about these people going perceivably before their time necessarily, like for every gift lifted before its will kind of like maybe it, we, they weren't ready to go at the time, you know. Um, I know Bill Withers had been out of music for a while, but, you know, John Prime's still making music and the other two were still pretty active musicians as well. Yeah. So I'm just going to pull this from Genius real quick. It says yeah. uh, he is lamenting the fact that these artists passed away well before their time. A few of the artists, namely Elliot Smith and David Berman, died by suicide which could be Robin's way of honoring those personal uh, turmoils sadly led them to lose their lives. Um, and he also, I uh, noticed someone like the footnotes of the song um, when he was writing, it, I believe it was his grandfather had a stroke and they were kind of not sure how he was going to recover from that or if he was. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of wrote it like he's recovered his memory. Oh, let's see what he said in a quote here. He's recovered his memory now and remembers us and he's much better now, but I was writing the lyrics while this was happening. I'd already wow. been writing the songs out, basically keeping people alive in my memory. So, Dang. Wow. It's heavy stuff. Definitely. I found it, by the way, for uh, the drums. We got Christopher Bear from uh, Grizzly Bear. I don't know if oh, you guys nice. know Indie Rock. Yeah. Grizzly yeah, yeah, I he, think so. He plays the drums on uh, quite a few tracks um it just has the numbers here on the old wikipedia page um but yeah more pretty much the majority of those he's on um also fun tidbit from the wikipedia page uh apparently this album was made only by robin without the other members of fleet foxes well that makes sense yeah so i think he must have i know because i was following you know i'm a follower obviously but I was kind of following along during like the process of it. And I remember he just would like, he would send out like on a story, he said like, I think he recorded like a little piece of like a harmony. I don't remember which song it's on, but mm-hmm. he put it on a story and was like, Hey, record yourself singing, singing this harmony and email it to this. Oh yeah. He's like, you don't have to be good. You don't have to be bad. Like just do it and send it. And he's going to try to layer as much of them as he could into the the harmony so that's crazy i don't remember what song it was i'll have to find out but yeah uh also fun tidbit uh let's see it says i guess this is a part of my previous tidbit he said it said pegnold expected to record with the band but did not due to the lockdown uh but he basically just really wanted to finish the album so he ended up just not recording with the band and getting out there thank you robin Thank you, Robin. We needed this on the first day of fall. It's like, you know, like when like, you know, they say if the groundhog sees his shadow or whatever, there's, I don't even, my brain has gone so mushy. I can't even remember the context of Groundhog Day. Is that for spring? If he sees his shadow, there's two more weeks of winter. Yeah. yeah. And if he doesn't see his shadow, it's an early spring. So just like, you know, the groundhog determines if there's going to be an early spring or um a long winter the uh, fleet foxes album determines if there's going to be a long fall uh or a long summer and <laughs> in this true. case let's hope fall it's has come early folks fall, it, fall it's a long here. fall 
Break out the <laughs> denim jackets and the flannel. That's right, nice baby. Lace up those boots. Cuff the jeans, baby. Cuff them. <laughs> Love to see them. But um, yeah, I I'm a I'm a huge fan. This is has become definitely one of my contenders for album of the year. Um, wow. I've listened to it probably an embarrassing amount of times it's, at this point. It's been on loop. Because it that, just that it green starts over. loop icon on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. It just starts over so perfectly. You're like, oh, well, I guess I'm here again. Uh-huh. Going back in. And the thing about Flute Fox's albums for me is like, I never pick out a song to listen to. Like sometimes, you know, if it's part of a playlist maybe, but like if I'm listening to a Flute Fox's album, I'm going front to back. Oh, so true. Um, it was between this. I thought I thought Waterfall Part Two by My Morning. I love Waterfall Part going Two. To be, uh, it was going to be my number one hands down, but when you got Fleet Foxes entering the uh, the arena, anyway, anything can happen. Yeah. Well, um, anyways, any any closing thoughts, Joshua, Thomas? I think that's a really much pretty much covers it for me in the Fleet Foxes uh, arena. Uh, definitely <laughs> the arena. A long term fan. I mean, we were listening to Fleet Foxes back when we were still like allegedly like ripping stuff from like <laughs> lime wire or whatever oh, like it's been that long that we've there, been... <laughs> there may or may not have been a couple torrents of helplessness blues uh mm-hmm. to my old home address i will neither confirm nor deny again if, if that's proven to be true then it was someone else you know vpn like, some, some like criminal hacked hack. my wi-fi yeah yeah it was right. i'm not so good with technology so i don't know really how that could have happened look i, I just pay for my spotify music so i can <laughs> listen on there so i don't really know what you were talking about anyways that's right that was the fleet foxes was like probably one of what i would consider like the bands that are responsible for my music pivot uh they're definitely an integral part yeah yeah there was a that that time of discovery in in late high school when it was like oh my god (laughs) wait a minute it's good and it exists and it's out there i just have to find it it's not it's not gonna just come to me (laughs) It's not on the radio. I'm not going to hear it at the football game after on Friday <laughs> right. night. I'm, I'm just hearing Thunderstruck by ACDC again. And we love no, it. No, no disrespect, of course, of course. No disrespect. You know, we you just needed I, something new. That's all. You know what I'm talking about. That's, you got to freshen it up a little bit. That's awesome, though. You know, I, I was going to listen to, I was going to plan on listening to the Fleet Foxes album all week, but then Sophia and Stevens also came out with an album. I saw um, that. I did not know that. Super random. Ooh. Yeah. It's like, like super, it's, it's kind of like his more like, experimental side right more so than like a carrie and lowell vibe yeah it's like it's not yeah you will not what you're expecting is not what it's probably going to be but i it's it's kind of like the the 22 a million bonnie ver pivot yeah exactly it's a a new sound but you like the new sound cool you don't need to check in a safe when you're listening to i've I've been listening to that this week too for sure but beautiful well speaking of stuff we've been listening to we want to hop into Discover Weekly. Wow. Nice little pivot there. You like that? Nice. That was nice. I'll give you that. We're proud of him. Good what, boy. What can I say? Brady, uh, Brad. I, with all the time that I have to sit here and talk to myself because I have no human interaction, I've gotten really good at being like a narrator. <laughs> Brad just doing his own segues. Yeah. I, I sit there at work <laughs> and I'm like, all right, guys, uh, we're going to move on to the next segment, uh, the next slide on PowerPoint. We're going to bring well, some speaking graphics Speaking of PowerPoint. Here. Speaking of, oh, speaking of slide five, we're moving on to slide six now. Oh, um, whoa. Yeah. Janice, can you get security? <laughs> Brad's talking to himself again. Why don't you go ahead and uh, get him out of here? So who wants to go first? Oh, man. Who wants it? Tommy, why don't, you, why don't you 
why don't you take the lead? Are you need a couple minutes? You, you still figuring out? You still trying to I, see what's I've good? I've actually got it. I've actually oh, got it. Get after it then. Um, my song is Peach Fuzz by Tyler the Creator. Oh, nice. Um, you guys know that one? An oldie but a goodie. Yeah, yeah. it is really old. Um, I mean, it's and... what, like 2017, probably? Yeah. It's it not that old at this point. Is that, Surely. Does that predate? Uh... 2018. 2018. Okay, okay. No, it doesn't I was sound. gonna say because it was yeah. after it was part of those singles that came out after Flower Boy, right? Yeah, and like the the single cover for this is very. I mean, it's literally a picture of his hand with flowers, so it's like, yeah, right, still in the same vein. But it's actually really cool because I, I just remember coming across this song and I was like, man, this is so. The beat is so. The track is the coolest part of it, and uh, I didn't know this, but the like when it starts and it's like the you'll hear it but yeah the whole basically the whole track is this guy profit and the song is called wanna be your man i mean it the sample starts at like zero 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 uh so like the whole song is this guy's track and then tyler just raps over it pretty much yeah um but man yeah well anyway chunky. we'll, I we'll love play it. it yeah we'll play it and you'll you'll see what i'm talking about but anyway this is peach fuzz by tyler the creator An idea. Okay, could you tell me how far in the future do you see us? You could make decisions while your lips graze on my peach fuzz. Pull out the guitar and learn some new quotes from Anita Baker. Baker got some acres out the window. Anyway, you get the picture. <laughs> Very <laughs> Thomas is over it today. No, you have like, get me out of this studio, baby. I'm no, ready to no. No, 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 <laughs> fellas. Honestly, though, I do. I feel my ADHD just spiking today i don't know what it is it's see that's what's so good when we're in the same room together is because we can we can thomas thomas gets that interaction he needs he gets that, yeah, that stimulus that he needs I, to keep him in place yeah when he's I, alone in his room just like nobody there to to uh, pay attention yeah, exactly, come on it's, exactly there's no accountability i can do whatever he starts I want. roaming he starts wandering i thought about opening up addicting games and playing something while i talk but <laughs> <laughs> some cube runner. i didn't I didn't. Some I was going to do World's Hardest five. Game. Something with minimal effort. World's Hardest Game or like Cookie Clicker. Interactive Buddy. <laughs> interactive, you just beating the shit out of Interactive <laughs> Buddy while he's, while he's recording with us. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, anyway, that was Peach Fuzz. <laughs> oh man. We're losing it at the end here. I no okay. All that to say, that song is so cool. I love the baseline to it, how it starts, um, and then when the guitar comes in with the little, very seventies, very. Uh, I just want to 
the sound makes you want to make a song yeah it is it's like it's very funky and i listened to it and i was like man i want to make something like that so that's that's my current endeavor um i really like the song it's uh it's like it's weird he's got this one in okra and then potato salad or yeah (laughs) i love just the names of these is that potato (laughs) salad i know potato salad okra um it's just it's interesting because they're all just these deviled eggs that he was (laughs) he was just like yeah you know what i'm gonna I'm gonna release these just because I want to, and so the uh, Peach Fuzz is one of the ones that I think I, I feel like a lot of people don't even know about the singles. So, well, don't know about Peach before, Fuzz. There you go. Hey, yeah. You ain't never heard about Peach Fuzz before. You know, I don't know about that. Know about Peach Fuzz? I don't know about that. Yeah, but same. all that to say, super cool song. Um, that's oh, yeah. my pick for the week. Beautiful, beautiful. Joshua, what you got for us? I'm well, sure. I'm sure it's actually can I can I, oh wait is are we not doing a, a 1950s folk no, classic not quite oh okay 1960s no no, no. <laughs> it's 70s uh folk pop we're taking it to the 80s here oh we've got oh. a song I think I've sent this to both of you but this song rides so hard it is the headmaster ritual by the smiths that's right I've been on a little bit of a smith's kick I'll be honest but uh, let's just go ahead and jump into the song because it is. Is so this the good. 2011 remaster or 2008 remaster? Uh, it's the 2011 remaster Important for all people. Thank you for uh, clarifying, Tom. I thought so. I just want to make sure. Here is the Headmaster Ritual by The Smiths. Check it out. So that was the Headmaster Ritual 2011 remaster of the Smiths. Beautiful. Uh, Smiths are a great, you know, 80s band. Definitely pioneered kind of where indie rock is today, for sure, I would say. Get a little closer to your mic for me, Joshy. I'm sorry. I kind of backed away because I was playing the music pretty loud. Scooting idiot. are from, I think, Manchester, I want to say. (laughs) You're doing the Parks and Rec radio voice? This is Gary Morris from Manchester, <laughs> UK. That's going to come through really great. I'm sure everybody's going to understand <laughs> what so you're saying. Manchester, England, uh, indie rock, obviously. The Smiths, uh, Brad brought up earlier, vocalist is Morrissey. Controversial figure Morrissey. An absolute legend in the fashion game. <laughs> and an absolute menace in an interview. <laughs> It's you're taking a page out of my book this week, bringing the data rock out a little yeah, bit. You know, I just 
I was just on a Smith's kick. I think, I, you know what? I think I was looking at Rickenbacker guitars, um, nice. not to buy because they're like $3,000, but just, I love the sound of them. So then I was like, well, the Smiths played those all the time. I was like, Oh, let me listen oh, to yeah. that. And then I listened to the Smiths for like three hours. And then I got to headmaster ritual 2011 remaster. And then the rest is history. Donnie gives us another stimulus. You might be, uh, might be doing a little guitar shopping. Hey, hit me up, Donnie. <laughs> let's let's get that through i got guitars to buy <laughs> come on donnie snap snap oh i love to see it call your local congressman i need my stimulus <laughs> call your congressman josh needs a guitar make sure you mention feet picks uh when you call Use the, promo code feet picks for your local your stimulus first <laughs> uh we, we have a deal with the u.s government we have a promotion going on that's uh, actually looking to put us in place of npr right now so just keep your that's eyes true we're, we're about to take pbs's public funding um <laughs> we're about to take over for them look we'll give you all the content pbs is giving you and more for the same price that's right all that and more it's i'm not even gonna say that it's more entertaining because it's uh, who's to say i don't know who who's knows these say? days maybe, maybe pbs is cranking out some banger content i, I haven't seen it wouldn't know about it wasn't nominated for any Emmys, so I guess I don't know. Couldn't uh, just like us. It's crazy. We got snubbed again. Yeah, snubbed at the Emmys. Really hate to see it. Well, the Grammys is podcasting, that. right? Isn't isn't there a, a Grammy category yeah, for podcasting there now? There's All right, that's no. comedian comedians get Grammys, so why can't we get a Grammy? Yeah, you can get like comedy exactly. albums. It's time that we lobby True. for podcasting we just, Grammys. We just need to put this on an album and officially release it, and then it becomes an album. The feet picks greatest hits. I would do numbers. It's just zero minutes. <laughs> it's just us signing off and it's our kissing noises every time. <laughs> they they ask us to send them our best like three minutes and we, we send can't. them just nothing. Like, we, we can't don't send do them it. We, we get 30 seconds total. And we're like, no, baby, it's yeah, all killer, no filler. <laughs> we're like, none of this. All filler, no killer. Would you ask Picasso to submit one painting? I don't think so. Probably not. Could, you, could you ask, you know... Kanye West, what his favorite album? I mean, he'll give you an answer, but he's lying. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He never knows. Anyways, back what on do you track. Got for us, Brad? What do we got, Braddy? I'm taking a, you know, Josh is taking a page out of my book this week. I'm taking a page out of his, and we're oh, look at that. We're going over to the countryside of things. Oh, going over, hey, oh, going hey, over to hey. the countryside of things. Ooh, Watch out. Come on now. Uh, with a uh, somewhat new, I guess it's a couple weeks old at this point, album from Orville Peck. Ooh, uh, nice. the his new album Show Pony, uh, specifically the song "Drive Me Crazy," nice. uh, has has definitely been on loop for me. So I'll give you a little snippet before we start talking about it. Here's a "Drive, Drive Me Crazy" by Orville Peck. Drive Brad by Orville Redenbacher. Burning rubber wherever we go. Looking back at the orange glow Each tunnel we take, my heart on the brakes The road doesn't matter, it's how you haul We lost it in 99 after all You put up the cards just to watch them fall Said you drive me. You always said you drive me crazy. Said it was you and me 
died So hands on the wheel and let's drive Buckle up and drive me So that was Drive Me Crazy by Orville Redenbacher by Orville Peck. Uh, and so, yeah, it's uh, definitely a little more in Josh's vein. Uh, but, you know, when it's good, it's good, folks. And Amen. this album is good. Uh, it's a quick listen to, too. Um, let me see. I, I want to say it's like maybe 30 minutes long, the whole thing. Yeah, it's, I think it's technically like an EP. Is it is an EP? It might be an EP. Yeah, 25 minutes long. It's a quick one. Give it a listen to if you've never yeah, heard solid. of uh, good old good old Orville. I think we've it's got even a, better than his initial one. We've got a cover of a Bobby Gentry song, which is a uh, country legend. Bobby Gentry is a woman, by the way. Oh yes. And then we also have Shania Twain on the hook. That was a shock to see. Shania, Man, I love Twain, Shania Twain. I'll be honest. Get Shania on the track. Um, what's the name of that song again? The one that we're talking about currently. Uh huh. Drive me crazy. Um. Katie Razzy. <laughs> Thank you. Were, you. were you going anywhere with that? Or did you just need to be reminded of the name? I was adding it to the playlist. Oh, attaboy. Do it check it out, folks. Yeah. yeah speaking out. of, it's been a while since we shouted out the playlist. It's on our yeah, Instagram bio. We are always updating it. Well, <laughs> no. It no, our, well, our, our Instagram bio now is the our uh, form, not form spring. Damn. Uh, teespring, teespring, teespring. Homestar right. water. Well, we've got water. it. Um, we've got it saved as a moment, don't we? Yeah, yeah, we do. It's on our yeah. saved moments. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're pretty okay. up in the, our social media manager managed to uh get down the story for us. He managed, he managed to, to, to get that one out. out there. Yeah, but um, somehow he manages. Yeah, Orville's got. Uh, he's got one of the more unique voices I've heard in a long time. At least from Definitely like powerhouse uh, voice. For sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's got that like. You know, it's yeah, it's just not yeah. often, especially, I mean, the country scene, everybody knows has gotten pretty saturated with just pop country garbo. Is he country or considered country? Yeah, he's country. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, I mean, the he's definitely got a little more... Alternate type of yeah, country, for sure. Like, I guess indie country, if you would. Yeah, if you could say, make that a category. I feel like indie country is just folk, but... Uh, that, it's basically kind of folk, but... Yeah. He, he does cool country is the, back on the rise, for sure. What, you, what did you call it? Psychedelic folk? Cosmic Cowboy Sound. Cosmic Cowboy Sound. Cosmic he's, Cowboy he's got a little sound. bit of that going on. That's a callback. That's a throwback. That's a callback. Callback. He's using a proper nomenclature. <laughs> if you'll consult the Feet Picks brand sheet, you'll know <laughs> that it is callback. Um, thank you very much. We're just we're ripping into Tom today. Hey, you know, oh boy, I'm getting it today. <laughs> easy pickings. <laughs> oh geez, I'm out here on the West Coast. I'm an easy target. I know it. <laughs> I know I am. Uh, it's it's just because we love you so much. Most you of know, us outspoken creatives are. I get it. Oh, is that <laughs> right? <I get> it. <laughs> oh man! But uh, yeah, it's 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 not too often that you hear an album in the year 2020 that sounds like this with um, kind of that real classic southern drawl and kind of you know vocal cadence uh, that Orville's got going on so I would I would highly recommend it Dead of Night is kind of his biggest hit probably to date um, so I would I would highly recommend that too if you haven't heard of him he's definitely but, got um, soul. oh yes oh yes and he's got like this this weird thing with the mask going on have you have you seen any like pictures of yeah. him in person yeah, yeah he's he wears like a mask on stage that's got like I, think I read I read that he makes all the masks himself like he used to be in like costume design or something like that that's pretty cool, cool. that's yeah. really cool and I mean he doesn't make his suits those are I think 
Those are nudie suits for all you uh, non-cosmic country heads out there. That's oh. like those like like solid red suit with like cactuses on it or like yeah like really kind of gaudy like over yeah. the top country he's stuff. all about those and i think we are too here on the show i love it yeah i'm i'm here for it he's got his mask thing is crazy oh yeah it's awesome i want to i wonder how like if like the the tassels like bump into the microphone mid-performance has always right. been my wonder yeah i think they do impacts. but i I don't feel like it actually has had an impact on it. I like to think he's got a little, he's got a little string he pulls and it like goes. Sometimes he parts them, <laughs> parts them I a think when curtain. he's like doing like an interview or something sometimes maybe. Yeah. Like when he's actually like singing, he, he does. pulls a string because it's like the like stage curtains. <laughs> he does it before he kisses his wife or something like, he's like hang on. Uh, well, that would be, um, he is a gay man, so. Oh, I didn't know. Way to, uh. Breaking down very Wow, you, you were just, first year Shut up. Now, Shut he's up. He's on a tear today. Thomas is kind of off his rocker. Listen, he can kiss his husband, his dog, I don't care. I don't I care think, who he kisses. No matter <laughs> As who, long as he's kissing somebody. It doesn't matter take the mask who he's off. kissing. Doesn't matter who he's kissing. He's still got to pull his shades back before, the, the curtains back before he does it, so. That's what we're talking about here. We're not talking about who that's is. That's what's important that's here. That's the main issue that I have. That's, that's what we're really talking about. Headline reads, Thomas Oden gaff on the <laughs> picks. Is this it for him? Is this Thomas it? Thomas Oden canceled? The, the, the final E! News headline is Thomas Oden canceled. <laughs> for the site goes dark. <laughs> their, their fond farewell. Their, their last ditch effort is canceling Thomas. <laughs> You imagine. I wonder what their last headline will be. Um, Look, baby, I don't as know. long as there's people in the world, there's something for E News to talk about. Oh no! It's well, true. no, they they they're going under though, aren't they? Isn't, isn't E News like done no? Though? They just they just oh, I just the, said that just because the Kardashians. Like, oh, someday well, I thought I thought I read something where like E News was straight up just like oh maybe I'm thinking going too. under. Well then, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm sharing fake news. I don't know enough news. to speak on this. Me. Do a quick fact check. Let me do a quick fact check. Is E News canceled? Question mark. Dunzo and me. Uh, let's see. E News is being canceled after 29 years on the air. CNN. Oh boom. wow! I thought it was just Gone. the Kardashians show. What? Oh, I down. called that out. I didn't even know. It's going down. Wow. See, if you just say enough random stuff, eventually you'll be right. Uh, we, dude, you, that's like my whole life. We just have to speak yeah. it into existence, and it will become true. Feet Picks, number one podcast on Spotify 2021. Feet Picks, the Feet new Picks. Nostradamus question mark? Too big to fail? <laughs> Way too big to fail. Too many Picks, advertising too small companies. to be canceled? <laughs> too many sponsorships. No, that's true. So little time. That's right, baby. Well, uh, so much money, we can't spend it all. <laughs> we got so much money. We're too busy out there spending all of our ad money. That's why we're not Featured recording. Feature Picks. Too rich? Too successful? <laughs> they show us there's no such thing or an 11 <laughs> feet picks going classist question mark the, the new rising podcast elite tonight finally tonight they have a voice <laughs> they speak out uh well anyways folks this has been featured picks episode drum roll while 20? i look it 19? up oh we're 20? not there i, th I think we're, we're getting close we were at 17 last time i think or I is think, it 18 i think last I time it was 18. 18 hold on Ooh. And now, yeah, does that mean 19. this one's 19 wow. the big one nine wow. Wow. 19. 
What's nineteen? Uh, it's my golden. It's my golden podcast episode. I'm, <laughs> the golden episode. My birthday's on the nineteenth. So. Oh wow. wow. What are they? Don't you get like nothing on your nineteenth birthday? Isn't that just like a dead zone of birthdays? Like, because no, obviously yeah. you know, like well, 18, eighteen, you can then... draw or you can vote. Oh no. well, yes. yeah. I mean, eighteen and nineteen and twenty, you don't get anything. Kind of get twenty-two. Get is well, twenty worst. at least it's like you're not a teenager anymore. You know? Oh, that's true. That's so, true. Nineteen that's is true. twenty-one. You drink. You get screwed. Twenty-two is solid because you're young, but you're older. Young, you're like right. old. Yeah, young. but it's still sad. You know? It begin. It's that's it where still sad. That's, that's where the existentialism <laughs> starts. Is the that 20, dread? Like 20 the dread right? sets in at twenty. Yeah, because you're going. Oh, I'm so old. Then you turn twenty three and you're like, Oh, I'm almost twenty four. Then you're twenty four and you're like, Wow, I'm almost twenty five. Dude, I I got twenty five in basically a month at this point, maybe a month and a half. Um, Wait, are we the same age right now, Brad? I'm twenty four yeah. right now, so yes, we're all twenty four. Right we are. Now. Yeah, ah, cool. a little bit of overlap. The golden years. There, but cool. uh, um, let me tell you, once once 25 hits and it's kind of like you officially start to become closer to 30 than than 20. The day after you turn 25, you're closer to being 30. Right. You're, you're over the hump. Dead. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, One more day. That's, all you have. That's, that's why I'm starting to learn how to play guitar very unsuccessfully because I'm having hey, you're 24. a quarter life hey, we crisis. we love to see it. You're 24. So 24, you flirty, and, and thriving. And thriving. Three professional musicians here is what you'll see too. <laughs> the feet pigs band is going to be the the greatest endeavor oh man the feet pigs late night band band. it's like we're we're doing like a talk show and just pans to the right and it's just it's us and then like a costume again doing like a gag keyboard thing (laughs) (laughs) oh beautiful anyways folks that'd be fun episode 19 uh this has been tom josh and brad we love you we love you that's that's a wrap that's a wrap That's a wrap.